Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Here we are a very talented morning show. Hey, welcome in Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. So glad to have you reacting to a big Dallas win. I mean, they t- they said, Perloff, this was a must win for them. That's mm. not the media throwing that kind of stuff around. That was the Cowboys themselves. Easy to say after a win, but considering how bad it looked against San Francisco, how bad it has looked against San Francisco, Losing to the Chargers on the road would have been a sky-is-falling situation for Dallas. Instead, they pull out the victory in what was a very slog-like game. Tons of penalties, but ultimately Dallas and Dak Prescott made the plays when it mattered. Yeah, I was impressed with Dak Prescott yesterday. Obviously, the Niners game was as bad as you can get. The whole team. I think when Dak decides, I'm going to use my legs, and he's been saying this a lot. If you follow him this season, he said, I'm going to use my legs in the red zone. That happened last night. He got out of a lot of sacks. I think the Chargers are lamenting those missed sacks big time. Yep. Uh, and the key thing, he found Brandon Cooks for a touchdown finally, somebody besides C.D. Lamb. The problem with this Cowboys team has been C.D. Lamb's the only reliable target for a long time. I mean, Cooks was not awesome all game, but I think they need to spread the ball out a little more. And You saw Pollard play well last night. So finally, a little more variety in that offense. And a little bit of an exhale and some breathing room here for the Cowboys who go into their bye week. On the flip side, another primetime game for Justin Herbert. Another opportunity he has to really show everyone, hey, like I'm not just a stats guy. I'm like a win-the-game guy. And Dallas's defense had other plans really got all over him in that final drive where Michael Parsons comes up with a massive sack. And then on third down, Justin Herbert throws an interception to Stephon Gilmore. And that was all she wrote. And so for people like us who watch this and really get invested in all of these quarterbacks, you know, wanted to see Justin Herbert really step up and win a game because he has so much talent. It just leaves you wanting more with a guy who's just like got all the skills, all the tools. Not me. I want to see him with a new coach. Well, I'd rather they go four and thirteen, fire Brandon Staley, and bring in an offensive guru as a head coach. I, 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 I do not put this on Herbert. We totally disagree on this one. Yeah, it's another again, another primetime game. Herbert comes up small. Um, the question is: Is Bill Belichick the right guy to turn things around for the L.A. Chargers? Got to pull up right now at Maggie and Pearl on the Twitter. Do we have to start calling it X? I can't do that. Uh, is Belichick, should they hire Belichick? If things keep trending the way they're trending in both New England and in LA, would that be a perfect match? Perloff says no. I think yes. Let's go to John in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Good morning, John. Hey, good morning, Maggie. Good morning, Perloff. Thanks for having me. Hey, buddy. 
Hey, I'm so glad you guys are in the morning. I listen to you in the afternoon, but ha- happy to move over on the drive into work instead. But, uh, yeah, th- this is really inter- interesting. Um, you know, with, with Bill, are, are we really giving him enough credit there, Perloff? Um, I-, I think he's still got some moxie trying to make moves. Uh, I, you know, feel free to knock him on some of the, the GM decisions, but as a head coach running the system with, with his sort of guys, he signed Malik Cunningham to a three-year deal right off the practice squad. <laughs> like, I don't know what's going on over there, and I didn't know what you guys thought. I yeah. love Malik Cunningham, by the way. I'm so excited about that. But John, here's thank the thing. You for the phone call. Belichick's not – even his special teams are terrible this year. It's really bad. That's the most shocking part, that Bill Belichick's special teams are one of the worst in the league and making terrible mistakes. I just think the Chargers need a fully offensive guy. You can't go from Brandon Staley, a defensive coordinator – to sort of an old school coach, you need to bring in whoever the Rams offensive coordinator is now. Just bring, I think it's Zach Robinson, right? Or he might still be there. Bring him over and just start over. Or what about like the Lions offensive coordinator? Yeah, yeah. He, oh, if you get that's the guy too. If you can get Johnson or it's Johnson, right? Ben, was, ben Johnson, yeah, ben I think. Johnson. But here's the thing: like, don't you want? I mean, I, I think back to some of the more the Chargers' more successful times. You know, with like uh, Marty Schottenheimer. You know, like someone who has a little gravitas. Somebody yeah, but, who do who actually has some skin in the game here, as opposed to a coordinator. You have no idea how they're going to be when they get to the big seat. Oh my gosh! You if you bring Marty Schottenheimer type back. May he rest in peace. I mean, that's exactly the guy they do not want. They have Justin Herbert. They cannot be the same team they were with Philip Rivers. They need a need someone to make the team exciting. Marty Schottenheimer made the team slow and not capable of winning in the playoffs. They need a Sean McVay type, someone to bring excitement to this team. That's what's lacking. There's there's no pizzazz with them. There's no there's no offensive plays. You're like, oh wow, what a call. I just am not seeing it. I guess like the the one thing, though, about Sean McVay, it's like, yeah, everybody wants that, but it's not that easy, you know? It's not yep. that easy to find, and again, it's not like every... Listen, you get a McVay and, and Shanahan, and you get McDaniels, and you got Zach Taylor out there, and you've got, you know, uh, Kevin O'Connell, but you're not sure that just the next guy up is automatically going to be great. But if you have a great quarterback, it feels like you want to bring in a Shanahan, McVay, Andy Reid type. You do not want to bring in, a you know old codger like I'm just Bill saying, I'm, that's that's my opinion but the thing is the, the the irony is that the Shanahan thing is all about and Mike McDaniel's actually more about the run game I know that yeah, two is having an all-time awesome season and you know Tua could be the front runner for MVP look statistically he's you know blowing everyone away kind of but I don't know you got to have a better run game there I don't know if just getting a McVay disciple is going to be enough I think you having somebody who's got the stature of a Belichick I think could go a long way with that organization. Oh man, I mean, get a little more out of Joey Bosa. The know? Patriots have all have Bill Belichick there without stature. What are they doing this year? That's so good. Here's the thing about that. So I feel like this this is what I'm a little nervous about. Not nervous, but I think it would be a disservice to Belichick. Brady has already won the debate, right? We know that he deserves a lot of credit, maybe more of it, for what was going on with the dynasty in uh, in New England. However. Let's not let one and a half bad seasons at the very end of a marriage that's lasted for two decades cloud everything that Belichick has done. Like he doesn't, this doesn't mean he's a bad coach, washed, nothing like that. And I wouldn't be surprised if he does get a little resurgence if he goes to a new team. I, I don't see it. it I'm, when does that happen historically? I guess Dick Vermeil had a late run. There's a few of them, but it, isn't it rare? Uh, Vince Lombardi, did he even coach after the Packers? He, he, I know he's with Washington. I, I just see, like, what's the formula here of where a guy 
who had all the success then after how many years or 20 years goes to a next team and well, rebuilds Parcells up. was still successful at, but he de- jumped at different year stops. Year. Yeah, but how old was he when he jumped from the Giants? He was probably, he was way younger in his coaching career. I I think this is more like Tom Landry where he's just sort of going to fade out a little bit. And I, I think Bill Belichick should go to the NFL Network and just be like, this is great. He loves talking about NFL history. Uh, I don't think he should try another team, especially the Chargers, a stake-bitten franchise like that. I'm sorry, you know the Chargers are always Charger. Oh, this is I get not it. just Brandon Staley. They've been chargering for decades. I know, but maybe Bel- maybe you need something like the force of uh, Belichick. Just, What's Ben Johnson going to do to overcome you know decades of chargering? Like an offensive coordinator, a young guy, they, they could be a sitting duck in that kind of uh, with those vibes. How about uh, okay? I'll give you a guy. How about Harbaugh? Little intensity. <sighs> The Jim Harbaugh yeah, I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Harbaugh would be a, sh- a short-term fix, though. He's likely oh, only going to be... Compared to Belichick? The, well, yeah. I know Belichick's 72. Why would, why would <laughs> Harbaugh be a short-term fix? It feels like he is at a place for usually... Well, now he's been in Michigan for a while, but it's like about five years, right? Yeah, but still. And then I he think sort of burns that's out. That's what we're talking about with Herbert. I think you need yeah, a five-year window. I, I would actually... If you gave me whoever the hottest young offensive assistant is, give me that guy... I think that's a, that's who I would hire. I would hire somebody in their 30s who's quote unquote a guru. Um, yeah, I, I think that this team needs like just a whole like a lightning bolt of youth oh, and wow. energy. Look at you! Yes. Wait, you were waiting on that one. No, you? I, I just you, think you I were watched setting them. it up from two minutes ago that you were going to hit lightning bolt there. They were so stale last night. Like that, yeah. the whole game was stale. Maybe it wasn't their fault. But did you watch that game and say, oh, I've seen this Chargers game before? It feels like the same thing. Just rinse and repeat. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Let's hit Mario. He's in Vancouver. Mario, my call screen is not working. Mario, good morning. How you doing? Good morning. How you doing? Hey, I don't understand. Your your partner there you're talking to, he must just – not like Bill Belichick too much, because why wouldn't you want a quarter a head coach who's a defensive coordinator, guru at that, and he hires an offensive coordinator? Because the guy's won seven Super Bowls. Why wouldn't you want that guy? Yeah. Just because. Six, but yeah. Two, well, two with the Giants. He was an offensive coordinator. A defense coordinator, yeah. Yeah, he won two with the Giants. Yeah, and then six with so the that means That means he's won eight Super Bowls. There you go. Bill Belichick's style is so conservative, though. Is that really who you want to pair with Justin Herbert? I mean, he had a game well, two years ago where he threw four passes in the entire game in the win against Maggie's Buffalo Bills. Okay, but that was yeah, also well, you were playing the weather. That was the brilliant. Win. They but won no. that game. But it, was it working for him, running the ball? Well, here's the other thing. Not anymore. It, not in today's NFL. It wasn't a conservative offense when it was Tom Brady to Randy Moss. I mean, you, when you have a great quarterback yeah. like Bill Belichick, since Brady has left, it's been Cam Newton and Mac. end of the road Cam Newton. And Mac Jones, a good quarterback, and Bailey Zappi. Give him, put him with but, a good quarterback, and get a, you know, some, some and update no the receiving core. Team. And no I in team. Thank you, Mario. All, he always gets, in a, <laughs> you know, he'll get. He's got a better chance to get the Chargers to the promised land than any other coach that's out there right now. Because look at the guy in Seattle. He's he's an old guy too. What's his name? Well, oh, here's Pete the Carroll? thing. Mario, in all seriousness, doesn't Belichick need to bring in Bill Belichick-type players, guys who are all about, like, he needs to gut that roster and bring in new guys. Like, how long is that going to take? He's 71 years old. So, because you have the quarterback, you're ahead of schedule. So, you got the quarterback, you've got a couple pieces on defense that, you know, listen, Khalil Mack can obviously still get his in, in the right moment. 
Joey Bosa is supposed to be and is being paid like an all-pro. I mean, you still have some bones here on this team, and the fact you have the quarterback, it just really puts you ahead of the sticks. Joey Bosa always gets hurt. He's amazing. Uh, that's the other thing. All the Chargers get hurt. I, I hope they do hire him, because then I will show you and Mario that it's not going to work. <laughs> because there's also there's a stickiness to this franchise. Like They can't seem to change. You think that a Belichick will change the culture and make it better. I think there's deeper personnel problems, too. So you're coming from a flawed personnel situ- situation in New England. I think the Chargers have a flawed personnel situation. They never should have gotten Mac, by the way. They need to, listen, they need to rip the Band-Aid off and go young and build team speed and be dynamic. This team is not working for me right now, and I don't think Belichick could save it. Hire Hire the next Sean McVay, Maggie. It's just simple. Just get the next Sean McVay. <laughs> yeah, Why can't you do that for me? This would be like Perloff having a consulting company, yeah. you know, and they bring Here's him what in. You like, do. All right. Here's Can what you, you want to do. All right. Can you diagnose what's going on in our franchise? Like, there you go. You got to find anyone who had a cup of coffee with Sean McVay and hire him. You see uh, what Kyle Shanahan's doing in San Francisco? That's what you yeah. want. You want <laughs> that, that on offense. Yeah. And defense, you know? <laughs> yeah, actually, defense. I feel like uh, Shanahan's lucked into that defense because <laughs> historically, he hasn't been that great at it. I love that. Is that funny that you're right? Kyle Shanahan is this offensive guru and is winning games with defense. The defense is amazing. And all their defensive coordinators are ones better than the next. It's like Robert Sala leaves and then D'Amico Ryans. D'Amico Ryans even better than Sala. Now you got uh, Steve Wilkes is there. They look amazing. Like, yeah, when you have, Great personnel. John Lynch uh, pulling the, the personnel moves there. Obviously, he knows a thing or two. Yeah, when you have Fred Warner and Nick Bosa. Of course. They spent on Javon Hargrave, though. That was a big one for yeah. your Eagles. Oh, no, they made great moves on defense. I mean, they did draft Trey Lance at three. That's the one yeah. glaring mistake for that front office. Funga is great. Oh, yeah, fifth round. Oh, they all. I think a lot of that is because Bosa causes so many problems for the uh, yep. Eagles. Pay, pay so much attention to Nick Bosa that it makes it everything easier. Fred Warner. That's two Hall of Famers for sure. Yeah, Shanahan's... It, another thing that helps, by the way, if I'm starting this football team consulting thing... Yeah, have Pearl, seven Pearl or eight, off Industries. Yeah, have seven or eight Hall of Famers. <laughs> I would suggest that. You know, have the best left tackle in the league in Trent Williams. That's good. Have three or four amazing wide receivers, the best running back in McCaffrey. That's, you know, it's simple. And then you Easy. just send him a bill for 20 grand. A five five two one two for cbs You're welcome, Chargers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You might want to draft Caleb Williams if that's possible. <laughs> <laughs> I think the quarterback's the one thing they don't oh, yeah, have they, a problem right, right. with. No, no, I'm just thinking my, I'm expanding out to all 32 teams uh, here. Oh, yeah. That's your dynamite plan. You need a PowerPoint for that. You know, our buddy Thomas Dimitrov, former Falcons GM, has yeah. a Sumer Sports where they're doing an analytical look of how to build a champion. Yeah, he's explained it four times. I still have no clue what they do. Yeah, I, I, I think they're a consulting company, exactly what you're talking about. I think this exists. I They're a very young company. I'm dying to know what they would say to the Chargers. Like, what do you need to do? Do you bring in Bill Belichick to change the culture? Is it a personnel situation? Because there is something about the Chargers. Like, they just can't get over this hump. I mean, you, if Thomas Dimitrov was smart, he'd be like, well, you should hire me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what consultants do, right? They get in the door, fire everybody, and be like, well, I'll be vice president. I was never. Okay, I'll do it. Did you guys have friends who became consultants after college? No. I just, I, I'm not exactly sure what they do. I have no idea. I don't get it. Like McK- McKenzie? Right? Yeah, yeah. I know they fire people. They come in, they, they fire come in, people. They come in, they fire people. They work long hours, and I have no idea what they do. I don't really understand the entire financial industry, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I have your two to admit in. that now. Yeah. Do you? Not I, really. Okay. I watched The Big Short like three times. It was like, eh. 
guess I kind of get it on the third time. Yeah, are you guys financial wizards on the other side of the glass? Oh, no. We work in radio. Day traders? <laughs> okay, good. I feel like if we were into finance, well we'd just be in finance. Yeah. We'd be in radio. <laughs> Although all the finance bros want to work in sports. It's uh, ironic. I know one person that's into the consulting, and let's just say uh, their wedding was in the Hamptons. Oh, nice. <laughs> Stealing money. Yes. Maybe that's our... I always thought this would be a great job for me or me and you or people who work in sports. I want to create a consulting firm for politicians who always botch these sports references. Like, mm, it's, that's sports a good is one. the easy layup for politicians, right? It's like, it's so yeah. easy to get people on your side and they just make dumb mistakes when it comes to sports. I want to be a, a, a sports consultant for a politician. Absolutely. Yeah. Remember that woman in Massachusetts who lost an election because she said Kurt Schilling was a Yankee? Mar <laughs> Martha Coakley. It can really affect your campaign. Yeah, uh, this is a huge issue. Uh, how about when <laughs> it's a huge issue. The, PED, the PED trials at Congress? We used to play the Sound of Dan Patrick show all the time. Uh, the who is the guy for the Mets? The PED supplier, the steroid. Kirk Radomski? The other oh, one. Oh, Brian McNamee? McNamee. They yeah. said, Mr. McNamee. And then they <laughs> they couldn't say any. Uh, yeah, I'll find this clip. We used to play it. Uh, they butchered Rafael Palmero's name so badly. You're right. Congress has no idea. They're just, they're 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 killing themselves over yeah. this. People are worried about the fact that there's no speaker. They should really be worried about the fact they can't pronounce his name. Right? <laughs> also, it's just like, you got to be able to take the layoffs here. Call me in. I'll charge you 10 grand an hour. No, that's a little high. Five. Eight five five two one two four CBS eight five five two one two four. It's a little low twenty. See, Pete, I need you as my financial person. Clearly, right. I don't know what I'm doing. That's I'm right. negotiating against myself. That's why I'm. That's why I'm still here. Right? <laughs> Not in the financial world. <laughs> we need you here more than they need you there. That is true. Coming uh, up. Uh, yes. By the way, actually, uh, we already got an email. There's somebody who wants our, your representation. His name is George Santos. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't. I can't just make up a team. They have to be real teams. You can tell that guy anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, the Chicago Bears have had the best quarterbacks ever. <laughs> he could be like, he'd get up in a speech and it's like, well, when the Chargers won the Super Bowl last year. <laughs> Man, guys, I got to go. I got to go. I got to take the rest of the show off so I can start yeah. my website. Look at us getting all political here on the Maggie and Perloff show. <laughs> These are layups. <laughs> We'll talk about Israel next. I'm just kidding. 855-212-4CBS. Just kidding. 855-212-4227. No, we talk football around here. Uh, coming up, one college football coach defending his record. Should he? Should he have to? We'll get to that in a moment. Plus headlines with Andrew Bogish. Don't move. It's Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. Hi, Maggie. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. I have an issue with the way the Cowboys are sort of presenting last night's win over the Chargers. Okay. So let me get this straight. A week six game against an out-of-conference team, the L.A. Chargers, is a must-win game. That's what they said. Yeah, so if that's a must-win game, then what's not a must-win game? This is, they were talking about this a lot in the pregame. Like, every Cowboys game becomes this gigantic referendum on the entire country. Like, you get so much laser focus on every game Dak Prescott has. Yeah. I think everyone's got to relax about the Cowboys. They over probably overreacted a little bit to the 42-10 loss to the Niners. That game just started going downhill against them. It was in San Francisco. And every game can't be a must-win. Must-win for them is a divisional game. They play the Eagles in a couple <laughs> well, weeks. That's yes. a must-win well, game. that's a winner go week, home. Week six yeah. against the L.A. Chargers is not a must-win game. Okay, I think what they were talking about is 
because your Eagles and the 49ers both lost on Sunday, this was like a must win to keep their hopes alive that they could win the NFC. I don't listen. The Lions are probably going to win the NFC. So we can talk about that or the 49ers, but to keep pace in the NFC East to keep the whole, the dream alive, they'll have a home playoff game. Yeah. What does our buddy Dave Damashek say about must win? Like he'll, he'll, well, that's his classic line at the Super Bowl. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. this is a real must. Is this, is this a must-win game? Yeah, he goes around at media day at the Super Bowl and says, do you consider this a must-win game? <laughs> like, that's a must-win game. Game seven of a playoff series, yeah. that's a must-win game. Week six against the Chargers in L.A. is not a must-win game because if the Cowboys have lost this game, listen, there's still a lot of season left. They just got to stay healthy because they have a defense that's going to get them to the playoffs. It doesn't even matter what Dak does. Yeah, the defense was great. The stars were the ones that clinched it last night with Micah Parsons with a big stack and Stephon Gilmore with an interception. But they got pressure on Herbert all last night. I mean, they were making him uncomfortable. But, Perloff, I can't believe you've worked in sports media this long and you have such a narrow view of what a must-win game is. There's a wide latitude of must-wins. I understand what the Cowboys were talking about here. You don't want to be 3-3 and with the likes of the Commanders and the Atlanta Falcons and the Saints and the Seahawks and the Rams. Like You've got to show that you're better than that. You're not a 3-3 and with the rest of the pack. You're a 4-2. and That's solid. No, because they're... This is... Oh, this is such classic sports media. It's they're not, three and three, is, and they're about the to go on. Said it. They're about to go. Yes, the Cowboys are idiots. They're about to go on a seven-game <laughs> run. People overreact so much week to week with this team, especially. But no, even if they were three, team. if they were three and three, they are easily going to win at least six of their next eight games. They're definitely going to go on a huge run here because their competition stakes. You saw them against the Giants. Do you think the Giants are going to beat that Cowboys team? Listen, they called it a must win. I'm more than happy to go along with that. Yeah, EJ, <laughs> you look like you want to say something. Yeah, I know. I, I think Perloff, there is a concept beyond just the standings as and the schedule in terms right. of a must win. To me, this was about their mentality. I yeah. mean, they got punked oh, when they went on. up to they got punked when they went up to uh, Northern California to play against the 49ers in Santa Clara. Like this was about hey, if you what kind of team are we? Are yeah. we a team that yeah. gets pushed around when we play against other talented teams like people keep saying we are? Or can we go against a team on the road in a primetime game and show that we can actually go and punch back? I think for them, mentality-wise, that's what they were saying when they said it was a must-win. They went back to SoFi and got slammed last night. I mean— We'd be right in their obituary. Yeah, and I think, and I think Wait, you'd be wrong. end up leaving. And you'd be very wrong. Well, we might be wrong, but we would have had you, a reason— I would not be right in their obituary. No way. Three and three and about to play the weakest schedule in the NFC. They're about to go on a run. They're going to the Eagles in two weeks. They got the the Rams. They're going to the Rams who are not good. Then they go at the Eagles. Then they got the Giants, the Panthers, Washington, Seattle at home, the Eagles. I mean, they're going to win a bunch of these games. First of all, the Rams are not. They're they're not bad. Okay, they're They're not three and three right now. They're not great. No, they're not great, but they're better than anyone thought. They're going to put up a fight. Oh, they're going to destroy Matthew Stafford. Here's the thing. When it's a divisional round and they are headed to San Francisco, is anyone going to look back and say, man, that really rallied us, that 20 to 17 flag fest in week six in LA, (laughs) a team that basically they're playing in front of a Cowboys crowd. And this is an out of conference game. It's just like the Eagles lost. Everyone was overreacting. Out of conference losses don't really mean anything. But the teams are living week to week. I think yeah. like you like well, not- they should be. No, why are they living week to week? It's a seventeen game schedule. Yeah, but you know that people call the NFL a week to week league. Right. You're aware that fans this- do, but players don't. They look I at think- it as a long season. No, I think players do. They have to get narrowly focused in on the task at hand. If you start thinking ahead, that's how you get trap games. That's how you lose focus. That's how you lose sight of the prize. You have to be dialed in on week to week. But don't you think there's a tendency to overrate every single game in the NFL as a referendum? on what that team is? I mean, 
I don't find that to be a problem. I find that to be uh, it's not I, I, it, it, it's well, not like the disease. It's the symptom I think of what a, the league is. It's like it, this is just how it goes when you play one game a week. We do it with college. Yeah. We do it with the NFL. I think it's a big problem because I think you make a lot of analysis mistakes. Not you. I'm saying in general. I no, think I people, make none. I, I mean, think people. I'm flawless. <laughs> Dallas <laughs> Cowboys facing the Jacksonville Jaguars in the Super Bowl. Let's go. I, I think it's people play. see a game like they see the San Francisco game against Cleveland. I think you'd be making a huge mistake and saying, oh, my gosh, we saw all the flaws with the Niners there in that game. Okay, but, and then you're like, and then the Niners are going to turn around and kill a bunch of guys. You're like, oh, you're going to make a okay. mistake in your analysis. Analysis if you overrate one game. Okay, of but here's here was the analysis coming out of the 49er game. It wasn't wow, the 49ers suck now. Yeah. Nobody said that. Not one per find me anyone who you actually care about. But people who said, said that. Purdy's out of the MVP race. Okay. Was Purdy ever actually in it would have been another flaw of the analysis. <laughs> fourth and odds. Okay. <laughs> okay. But did he did he actually deserve to be in the MVP race is something we could go back and just argue the premise. And then the other part is the analysis coming out was if Christian McCaffrey and Debo are hurt, what does this offense look like? How is it different? And is Purdy going to be as effective missing those two weapons? That's not an overreaction. Yeah. It's not just being Total week to week. Okay. It was pouring in the second quarter. <laughs> well, let's see. He went we, back to pass the ball. He had an open guy quarters. 10 yards in front of him. The ball went backwards okay, because it slipped out of his hand. Well, let's see because we have injury updates and Bogus is here. I'm sure we're going to get to that. Let's see with Christian McCaffrey getting yeah. an MRI. Debo's day to day, so that's encouraging. Um, they needed to pull up. They needed to be dry. If they could got a fourteen nothing lead when it was dry, then they could have won that game. But it just started raining too quickly when they were driving the ball. Okay, and Pearl, trust me, Brock Purdy. They play Brock Purdy's in the not playing. He's not playing in the rain again. This there's no game. <laughs> what where are you, playing. the meteorologist? I'm what just saying. Like, <laughs> How do you know he's not going to play in the rain again? He plays in San Francisco. It's not going to rain in 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 California. It never rains in San Francisco. What if they have to go on the road? Does it rain in Philadelphia? He might have one road game where it rains. Uh, I mean, listen, is the Super Bowl ever going to be played in the rain again? Are they going to make it to the Super Bowl if he can't play in the rain? No, I mean, the odds of him playing a rain game are are slim because he's a 49ers quarterback. He's not in at Lambeau. This is the ultimate excuse making for this guy. Like, you think the... Like, See, that's that, exactly this. That's the other point. I think you're misinterpreting Black Purdy because if you think like the rain game is indicative of who he is, then that's a mistake because okay. that's not who he is. Okay, but if you think that you can actually win at some point, you're going to be hit with adversity where your quarterback's going to have to win under circumstances mm. that are not perfect. And you're someone who loves this. I say I want domes on every stadium. You're somebody who yeah. wants them to play in the elements. At some point, you're going to have to go to, maybe not this year, but at some point, you're going to have to go to Lambeau. At some point, yeah. you're going to have to be in a bad weather game. Like, that's part of the job description. It, it also wasn't raining in the second half when they had 21 yards of offense until the last drive. The second quarter was bad weather, not the whole game. It was still super wet. It was really windy, too. And you saw it on the field goal attempt. It was really windy, yeah. is what everyone said. But I mean, I, Wind is a killer for quarterbacks. But honestly, if San Francisco gets home field, they're not playing. He's not playing in a weather game in the playoffs. I don't know. There's you don't no know chance. it could rain in San Francisco. I mean, and they just happens. lost a game that might make them have to play in Philadelphia instead of hosting the NFC Championship game. Uh, listen, it, it might go through Detroit. That's a good chance. It's not it's going possible. through Philly. Also, Brock Purdy yeah, played Detroit, Iowa State. Detroit. There's bad weather there. It's not like he was sitting around playing at, you know, Detroit's North very Carolina much indoors, by the way. I want to point out that it's not cold. <laughs> What's that? I, 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 oh, can we do a massive show bet that Brock Purdy does not play in a rain playoff game? Because Detroit's indoors, guys. It's what do you have a Sanford's... Farmer's Almanac? Like, <laughs> well, how I'm just can looking at the schedule. The Super Bowl's in Vegas. The conference title game is either going to be in San Francisco, Detroit, or Dallas. 
Uh, okay, let's just go with like recent. I know this is we're on all over the country, but we just had a situation here in New York where they told us that it was going to be light rain like two weeks ago, and the entire borough of Brooklyn ended up underwater and flooded, basically. One guarantee I will have, there is not going to be a conference title game in New York this year, next year. No, I'm or- saying you can't. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm saying you can't predict the weather. That's the whole part of it. But I mean, the you point is, know. like, you're the Niners quarterback. I mean, it's not going to be pouring rain in San Francisco in, in January. That's just not going to happen. That never happens. My in-laws are out there. Trust me, it's beautiful that time of year. <laughs> okay, Jim Cantori. Yeah, I know. What are you guys talking about? You know that the, the, you, you guys are aware you. the weather is different in California, yes, right? I like, know. You, How can you argue that you know what the weather is going to be like on January 17th? Because... If they play in Detroit, I know exactly what the weather's going to well, be like. Detroit. Seventy degrees. Show me <laughs> where are they going? Where is this weather game going to be? You're also in Philadelphia. In Philly. They're yeah. not going it could to Philly. Be very much raining, They're, snowing. Philly's not, getting, Philly's not getting home field. You're also it's not happening. So opposed to overreactions, and now you're not making any reaction to games. It didn't matter how bad the Eagles played. It didn't matter how bad the Chiefs played against the Jets. And yesterday, it doesn't matter how how the Niners play on Sunday against Cleveland. It doesn't you're just because weather, from weather games are outliers. They're total outliers. You cannot judge anything on them. You can't judge how a quarterback's going to do in dry weather compared to cold weather. Yeah. Okay, well then we can't give flowers to quarterbacks who are good in bad weather then. So take yeah. all the Brett Favre super cold games and just right. erase them Tom from his Brady's resume. Game. Yeah, Tom I mean, Brady in the bad weather. Like, these no longer can add, can count as accolades on their uh, other Tom, resumes. Was Tom Brady that good in the bad weather? Yeah. Tom Brady was a, a monster in those games. Are you what? Yeah. Like, which he didn't have that many weather playoff games. I don't remember him against winning the Raiders. Against the, against, the, <laughs> against the Colts, and they they were bludgeoning them. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember Tom Brady being like an amazing snow and wind and rain quarterback. I mean, they played games in Foxborough in January, week after week after week. That's some of the colder Ravens games I mean, that, we've ever been, been to. And by the way, that Raiders game that was early Tom Brady. He didn't have to do anything in that. That was his first year. He wasn't throwing for a lot of yards. Uh, okay, <laughs> then forget it. Wait, wait. So you're saying you like don't think Tom, Tom Brady was a great cold weather snow? I'm mean, sure he was good, but I mean, I don't remember him winning big games. What's the big rain game that he won? I don't remember a ton of those. I mean, now you're just asking us to pull out a game or two from Tom Brady's career. But can you? You can't understand NFL, that him playing in Foxborough. I'll tell you right now, them these, having home field advantage was crucial for the New England Patriots. The NFL this year, uh, actually, there was a Chargers game that was pretty, that was really windy. I remember that they, a really good Chargers game. But the point is, this year's NFC playoffs, I'm telling you, they're going through California or indoors. Philly's not, they have too many hard games. Philly's not getting. Uh, and the NFC title game. I just love how you can talk with such certainty about something like the weather, which nobody oh, okay. can talk about with any certainty. That's the whole point. And taking Philly completely off the table as a possible road right. playoff By game. By the way, I January. was at that NFC title game. It was gorgeous that day. It was like 57 degrees and sunny for the NFC okay. title game a couple, last year. A couple other possible options where Brock Purdy may have to play in the elements. You're at Jacksonville in November. You are at Seattle later in November. At Philadelphia, first week of December. You are at Washington yeah. on New Year's Eve. So you're not you're not going to go seventeen or sixteen to one. That being said, saying he's going might have to play. There might it might rain in one of those cities. It's possible it could rain in Seattle. Give me <laughs> just might play the odds too. there. <laughs> give me give me any bet odds about being in a cold weather snowy game for Brock Purdy in the playoffs. It's not happening. It's going to be indoors or California. I mean, there's a reason they play the Super Bowl in San Francisco. If They wouldn't do it if they thought it was going to be a monsoon in January. All right. I mean, 
you don't think your Eagles could be hosting that game, they might be, and it could snow no. in Philly. Lane Johnson's got a lateral ankle sprain, and he's their MVP. I don't know. Well, you don't want the lateral sprain. Everybody knows Detroit, that. Detroit basically plays a XFL schedule the rest of the season. <laughs> they can easily get they Come can on. easily get home field. Throw them a bone. Bogus is here with Call from Mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Headlines, good morning. Headlines sponsored by Northern Tool and Equipment. Get the tools you need from the brands you trust. Start solving your projects today at northerntool.com. We're made for this. You're making me uncomfortable. Like, I don't I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> They're both good at confusing and disappointing us. Who would be better at it? on Monday Night Football. Herbert on a third and ten. Shotgun snap. Sets his feet. Throws. Intercepted. From bad to worse. Game over. Intended for Quentin Johnston. And picked off. By a diving Stephon Gilmore as called by Matt Money Smith on Chargers Radio. Justin Herbert's pick with 82 seconds left came after Micah Parsons bulldozed through two old linemen for the Cowboys' first sack of the night. My bad, says the Chargers QB. I think we can do a lot better on offense, and um, especially at quarterback, I, I can play a lot better. So, um, you know, I, I thought the defense came up with some big stops today, held them when we needed them to. So it's on us as an offense. Herbert threw for 227 yards, two scores in that game-ending pick, but it's the passes he missed that probably loomed the most large last night. His team is now under 500 at 2-3. and three. The Cowboys, meanwhile, enter their bye at 4-2. and two. They've won 10 of their last 11 following a loss. One touchdown passing, one running for Dak Prescott. Josh McDaniels says Jimmy Garoppolo avoided internal injury Sunday, but evaluation of his back injury continues. Rams running back Kyron Williams likely to miss Sunday's game with the Steelers thanks to an ankle injury suffered while running for a career-high 158 yards last weekend. And Colts rookie QB Anthony Richardson likely done for the year with that shoulder problem. You know, probably better. Yeah, why not? I mean, not better. Like, you don't want the guy to be hurt. And don't get me wrong there. Yeah, why why mess around? Yeah, it's like, I mean, the Colts are kind of, they're kind of in the playoff race, yeah, but that's but, sort of a virtue of the of the division being so but mediocre. But Mitchell looked pretty bad that first half, especially. Oof, four turnovers? 
Yeah, and they could run the ball. They paid all this money to Jonathan Taylor. What has he done since he came back? I mean, I know he had a, a big catch, but he has been very ineffective. I would almost go with the who's the guy behind him? Zach Moss. Zach Moss yeah, Zach looks Moss. looked just as good. Uh, thanks for nothing, Diamondbacks. The NL Cinderella opened the NLCS <laughs> with a five-three road loss. It was five nothing, and they did have the timer at the plate in the ninth. But the kick, the pitch. Swinging a hot shot to third, backhand boom to second. There's one on to first. Game over. No. No. Uh, Strong no. Game two, 8.07 Eastern tonight. The Rangers, meanwhile, are halfway done with the Astros. Winning again in Houston yesterday, 5-4. Bruce Bochy's team scored four runs on five hits and two errors in the first or from Valdez. It's always good to get a crooked number up there, and especially early and held up for us. uh, But... It's about putting the ball in play, and we did that that first inning. Max Scherzer returns from a shoulder injury to start uh, game three tomorrow in Arlington. Did you guys see the guy? Was it Garcia? Adolis Garcia was at bat for the Rangers, and he almost got hit by an inside pitch and then ends up just doing like a cartwheel over yeah. home plate. Never seen anything like that before. No. He, I guess he's athletic. See, it, Philly's doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do that, Kyle Schwarber. Uh-huh. Yeah, usually, you know, when you're rounding the bases yeah, at a slow pace wheels. at a home run, you can just sort of walk. <laughs> right, that's true. By the way, that series is not over. The Diamondbacks made a run last night. Oof. I actually, it's all over. That's it. It's over. Just, just fast forward. No, I, I tell <laughs> like you, it's the, very over. Someone's yeah. going to get to that Philly staff. Yeah. This is going to be a stressful series. No, I can they, tell. They're, they're perfect. They're going to get there. No, 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 no. <laughs> you're spooked by Cattell Marte? Is that uh, what you're well, saying right the, now? Well, uh, the eighth and ninth innings were the oh, the eighth inning. It, it's very stressful. I'm having trouble watching baseball, which is bizarre. Like, Maggie, you wouldn't know about this as a Me Mets too. fan, yeah, but postseason <laughs> baseball, it really, it's maybe the most stressful postseason sport because it's such a slow burn. Like, you're just waiting. It's like a 2-1 count, and you get so nervous. Yeah. No, and we saw it last October, but Scherzer was nice enough to give like 18 home runs to the Padres yeah. in yeah. the first three innings. <laughs> right, yeah. right away, we just go straight to the bar. Exactly. Um, I, I think baseball is designed. I think that's the most intense moment you can have in sports. Yeah. Like, more than a fourth and one, more than a 50-yard field goal. I think the bottom of the ninth, bases loaded, two outs, or whatever, bottom yeah. of the ninth situation is the most stressful. Why do you think that is? Um, I, it must be the pace, right? Because you have time to think about it, what's happening. You can't – football just happens so fast. Well, you can you call time out. You can ice kickers. Yeah. Free throws, big free throws in a basketball game. I don't know. For some reason, it feels like the most stressful is just the uh, bases, the, the bottom of the ninth situation. Yeah. Uh, NBA preseason action last night. Devin Booker, Kevin Durant warming up for the Paris Olympics with 19 points apiece <laughs> and the Suns 117-106 win over the Blazers. Luka Doncic will miss the Mavs' final tune-up on Friday with a strained calf, but he should be good for opening night next Wednesday. Phenom Connor Bedard without a point for the first time in four career games, but Chicago won in Toronto 4-1. Guys, back to you. You still watching every Bedard game? Thank you, Bogus. Oh, every second he's on the ice. No, last night there was a <laughs> lot going on. Like a on. bat signal goes yeah. up, tell you to get to a TV. Yeah, no, there was a lot going on last night. Had to toggle between the Phillies, the football game, and Ben Simmons in the preseason. <laughs> just oh, wow. uh, had a lot Are you going hate on. Watching last... Simmons? Oh. Not even hate watching, just enjoying how bad he's going to be for the Nets. It's going to be glorious. I mean, at this point, the dude's he's dead already. Like we've killed him. He's over. It's like easy. It's like the Simpson line. It's like he's he's dead. He can't die anymore. There's a big Ben Haters Club meeting every morning after a Nets preseason <laughs> game between this guy and our boss. Yeah. Who I mean, everyone's like, "Oh, Ben's in great shape. He looks buff." And by guessing, no, he I think he actually looks puffy. He looks out of shape. 
Well, someone just, has the big Ben Simmons tattoo that we yeah, saw. Yeah, I was showing, showing this guy. Who would get a Ben Simmons? This guy's chest is all Ben Simmons' face. <laughs> Ben Who would do that, that player? I know. Ben Simmons would do that. Ben Simmons would do that, right. Yeah. But what kind of fan? Like, of all the players to pick, that's got to be the last one I would do. I mean, how far down the, the down the depth chart do you think it goes with people getting tattoos of athletes on their face? I think, Rock, I think the less good the athlete, the more stalker the fan. I would concur. <laughs> I think that's you know. right. Ben Simmons should be more worried about that guy than any Kardashian-Jenner that he's ever dated. Like I Absolutely. De- I definitely think someone has a Nick's Jerome's, Jerome James uh, tattoo. Does someone somewhere. have a Jerome James? Yes. Um, if Brock Purdy plays a playoff game in rain, will you get Ben Simmons' face on <laughs> one of your shoulders? <laughs> no. On an arm. Even just no. a temporary tattoo. No, no. He- Perloff is convinced that Sam Darnold is going to come in and win a playoff game. For which team? Oh, the Niners. Yeah, by the way, that's a good point. (laughs) Brock Purdy has to be standing. (laughs) You know what? You guys know, I mean, listen, by the way, there's a real bigger show argument here. You know why Brock Purdy's not going to the rain? Small hands. Oh, boy, don't give me that. He's got nine and a quarter. That's probably why he dropped in the draft. Yes, that's 100% why he dropped that ball. And Maggie, when Kenny Pickett was getting killed for small hands, did not buy into it. But you saw what happened to Brock Purdy in Cleveland. Small hands. Dude, it's total science. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. Coming up, one NFL quarterback. He's got a little magic to him, doesn't he? We'll get to that in a moment. Don't move. Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. The Defensive Player of the Week is sponsored by the Navy Federal Credit Union, who proudly serves the armed forces, DOD, veterans, and their families. Their members are the mission. Learn more at NavyFederal.org. Okay, there's an adjustment that has to happen here. Okay. When we were in the afternoon, I was the only one of the two of us who remembered when the Defensive Player of the Week was coming, <laughs> so I could think about it a little bit. I forget every time. It's now that we're in the Tuesday. morning, so it's a Tuesday morning, and I can... But you need a minute to come up with the Defensive Player of the Week. No, no, no. Getting the Defensive Player of the Week is also... It's like knowing the personnel on the other side. Like, we yeah. used to know Stu Kovacs. Now it's like Pete and EJ. I think, I don't know who picked this week's. EJ. But, okay. So it's like, would EJ oh, go pro? Would EJ, he go college? There's a plan with that, too. EJ's a Jets fan, that. right? Oh, there we go. But wait, 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 wait. I'm EJ's not sure. Jets fan. It's got to be Jets. It's got to be Quinn and Williams. It's got to be Tony no, Adams. Something no. like that. See, I don't know if there was one standout. That was more of a team defensive effort. I don't know. The interception on Jalen Hurts at the end, kind of, that could be the defensive play of the week. Bilotti could have caught that pass. That was <laughs> hit him in the chest. Uh, <laughs> defensive player of the week. Is it? I like guys who have like five, like a Khalil Mack six-sack game. Cleveland's defense, I don't know if there was one standout there. They were pretty dominant. I mean, they were amazing. Their whole defense as a whole is just incredible. Miles Garrett had an awesome See, game. See, I know EJ a little bit here. I think he does not want to do the Jets because he doesn't want to be perceived as obvious on this one. See, I know EJ, <laughs> and I feel like he will take a Jets victory at any chance he gets and would love to rub it in your face like we all would. That's not a specific EJ thing. <laughs> oh, wait. But, but by the way, are we just ignoring the college game? Well, that's what I'm thinking. Oregon, Washington. No, can't there's really no do defense, defense there. Yeah. Uh, not so much. Colorado, Definitely Stanford. Stanford. No. no. I don't think I can name anybody on Colorado's defense. All right. So we're <laughs> Besides going. Besides Travis Hunter. And that we, wasn't great. Are we both going Tony Adams? I think it's got, it's something, it's either Tony Adams or it's Quinn and Williams. Or did you see that Quinn and Williams and his brother Quincy, Quinn and had this, had the first interception and Quincy had a sack, and apparently they both play well when their grandmother is in attendance. Hmm. Yet it's a mystery why the grandmother isn't just there every game. If they really play that well, get okay. this lady at a 50-yard line. I'll go with Miles Garrett. 
Uh, so we got Miles Garrett and what's the guess over there, Maggie? Uh, I'll say the Jets, just Jets defense. Embarrassing another good quarterback. Okay, so the defensive player of the week this week is Bryce Huff, Jets oh. pass rusher. Go. So he led the Jets in sacks. I uh, did not go Tony Adams because, uh, you know, the pick was kind of thrown to him. But I thought Bryce Huff as a situational pass rusher was uh, an absolute monster and gave, uh, you know, the, the backup right tackle hell with the Eagles. I think he kind of changed the game in the fourth quarter. So Bryce Huff. You can't be that deep cut. EJ, you can't be that. You can't pick a Jets player because we would have expected you to. The point of the Navy Federal read is to fool us. I did, but I did fool you. Yeah, you said Miles Garrett. It it worked. You said Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett. I say Miles Garrett every week when I can't think of another answer. You also named like three Jets and did not name the Jet I said. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Wait, didn't he also have the scoop and score last week? No, that, no that, was, was that, was other... Bryce, that was Bryce Hall. Bryce Hall. So we have a lot of oh. Jeff players that are named very close. So there's a Brees Hall, there's a Bryce Hall, there's a Bryce Huff. There's literally two there's guys two with the same Michael name. Carters. Yeah. So, I sent you a stat. You have a couple two... Wilsons. Garrett Wilson, Zach Wilson. Garrett Wilson, Zach Wilson. I sent you a stat that Max Crosby is one of EJ's favorite players. He had a killer game, as always. Yep. He leads the league in pressures, but I think Bryce Huff is second. <laughs> Bryce Huff is so underrated. It's because yeah. he, has, he plays he plays so few snaps, but like he's basically yeah. a pure third down specialist but he if he ended up with eight or nine sacks this year it wouldn't surprise me yeah but here's the thing it's like if you do if you put up all this all these numbers yeah. against the patriots offense does it actually matter <laughs> that's a good point i mean that is true sorry Max. crosby yeah i, mean, but, I know uh, you to work hard but like that not that hard speaking of bryce huff how about that bryce harper last night yeah. sorry i have to bring it back to pro <laughs> philadelphia yeah. i know you, just, you guys, you guys should not root against Philadelphia teams just because I'm here. I don't root against all of your teams. Yes, I would you be rooting against the Phillies if, like, literally the we mayor of Philadelphia met. was the co-host of <laughs> Perloff, Maggie and Perloff today. If they were in for you, uh, see, no, I don't root. I don't. We'd stay away. From I don't politics. actually. I don't root against the Bills at all. I like the Bills. Everybody likes the Bills. How can you root against the Buffalo Bills? I, I actively root against. Uh-huh. No, I don't. Um, I love the Bills. I just criticize them a lot. Um, I think you are actively rooting against the Bills. No, no, I, I'm not. Oh, no, not at all. Everybody, it's impossible to root against the Bills. I do think they'll blow it in the playoffs because I have eyes. That That's not energy. rooting against them. That's <laughs> common sense. And I don't root against, you think I root against the Jets or the Giants? They're not even nearly relevant enough to root against. There it is. <laughs> it's the condescension. I mean, are they? That's what it is. I mean, the Jets are celebrating three and three like they just won the Super Bowl. I'm surprised there's not a parade. That was a, a tough stretch. That. You had a problem with that, Bilotti? I had that, a problem with yeah. that comment Salah said. Oh, you should. I, I, they're not there yet. They shouldn't be talking like that. Salah can't help himself. He yeah. loves a good, like, quip. You know, it's like saying you embarrass these quarterbacks. Like you didn't embarrass Dak Prescott. Let's he's talking like a, that's a good point. Talking like a defensive coordinator, not like a head coach, with that comment. Absolutely, very. I fair. totally agree with that. Let's obliterate more coaches. Ah, eight five five. Coaching around the league is bad. Coaching around the league with all McCarthy, uh, Rezo, Staley, Rezo, not good. One of these guys going to get a clue. 855-2124-CBS, 855 Easy for us to say. Like, we're, we're Lombardis over here. Coming up, we're going to make a case for one team going all the way. Aggie Perloff next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.